she's pouring from the sky. Stash some chips up. No fear of missing out. I'm about to dip and flip. What? Now pump it up and double up is what we hit. What? 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 This is it. What? Satoshi's pouring from the sky. Stash some chips up. No fear of missing out. I'm about to dip and flip. What? Now pump it up and double up is what we hit. What? Hello, welcome to 21ism.com, sound, culture, renaissance. We curate, craft, and amplify Bitcoin-inspired creativity. Featuring in the art block this month is Tommy, artist and art director of Bitcoin Magazine. By day, he manages the aesthetics and strategy of the world's leading Bitcoin publication, including the art gallery at the 2021 Bitcoin conference. By night, He's a Bitcoin artist working in many different styles and subject matters. Mining this block is our Bitcoin art champion, Rebel Money. And together they talk Tony Hawk, economic intercourse, and the future of art. Enjoy. Okay, so I'm sat here with Tommy. How's it going, mate? What's up, man? It's going great. How you doing? I'm I'm really good actually. It's nice. It's summertime here in Wales, so naturally it's raining outside. Uh, but you know, I'm inside. I'm chatting. I'm chatting Bitcoin and art. So I'm a very happy individual right now. Hell yeah! No, it's hot as shit here in Nashville, uh, but not as hot as it was in Miami. So I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling good too. Uh, loving it. Yeah, always ready to talk Bitcoin and art. Let's let's talk a little bit about your your backstory, your history, I don't know, I guess your, your rabbit hole journey. How did you, how did you get into Bitcoin? Uh, yeah, I, I was like a class of, I guess, uh, 2017 pleb, I, I guess, or 20, 2016 is probably when I first discovered Bitcoin. Um, but didn't really like completely go down the rabbit hole until uh, a few months later, uh, and then I started working at Bitcoin Magazine in uh, September of 2017. So kind of just got plunged in headfirst at that point and uh, rode that whole uh, wave, that journey. Uh, and yeah, coming up here on I guess four years at Bitcoin Magazine, it's been uh, it's been quite the the rabbit hole, uh, and I feel very fortunate to be able to like contribute but also you know just learn by being here and, and kind of like go down the rabbit hole by uh by default i guess just by being a being a part of everything that we're doing here so it's it's been uh it's been an honor and it's definitely early it feels like 2017 all over again uh, when you look around so yeah that's i mean that's the gist of it, moving to Nashville and, and uh, starting to work here at Bitcoin Magazine was kind of uh, the beginning of my rabbit hole, I guess you'd say. Oh, mate, you've got one of, you got a, a dream job there in, in <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin, you know, from where I can look at. You know, when I interview a lot of uh, artists and contributors in the space, it's, you know, something that they, they dream of having their daytime job contributing to the Bitcoin landscape. Um, so just t- tell me a little bit more about your, uh, your job and your, your, your day. What, what, what role do you have within the Bitcoin magazine? 
Yeah. Uh, well, so I started just as a graphic designer and yeah, it's been my dream job. Like, you know, the whole way through, I, I think I've told myself that uh, a thousand times that, uh, you know, I can't believe that I kind of just fell into my dream job. Uh, and I've, you know, uh, worked my way up, I guess you could say to, to art director, uh, and my day to day really does kind of depend on where we're at in the year, uh, how, you know, near we are to the next event. Um, we, we threw a lot of conferences, uh, when I, you know, was early at the company, but they weren't the, you know, the Bitcoin conference, the Bitcoin 2019 conference was, uh, maybe, maybe the first, like, you know, big, big one that I was a part of. Uh, and then obviously the, the Bitcoin 2021 conference that just happened, uh, when, when it's conference time, that's my, uh, my most, um, you know, time consuming part of my job. Uh, and the Bitcoin magazine kind of day to day is, is more, uh, delegated, uh, type stuff. Uh, that's not to say it's not as important, but uh, that's kind of how it split. And now that the conference is kind of behind us and we're, we're planning for the next one, it's, uh, it's kind of flip, flip-flopped a little bit. So now back towards uh, the strategy of Bitcoin Magazine and, and just uh, the overall BTC Inc. Uh, type uh, looking at things and, and the conference is, is, we're still obviously working on Bitcoin 2022 and it's, uh, it really is right around the corner uh, so I say that it doesn't, it doesn't consume my day as much as it, as it did before, but it's, it's slowly starting to consume it again. Can I just say congratulations on an incredible event? You know, uh, I've, I was obviously sat here in my living room. I was looking uh-huh. to get over there, uh, through, through reasons, obviously outside my control, I couldn't get over there. They deny you access. I know they were, they were shooting down people at the gates basically. Yes, basically they uh, they well they deny me access uh, in uh, in Wales where I am at the moment, so uh, they wouldn't even let me out out of the country uh, at the time. I mean, it's for your own safety, man. You know, you gotta you gotta stay put. It's not safe out there. It wasn't safe in Miami. Uh, no, thanks, man. I mean, it was it was an incredible event. Uh, I think it it was a, a huge success. I know we are learning a lot of things from it. It that we definitely grew so much from Bitcoin 2019 to 2021 that there were some visible growing pains, but we were learning and 2022, uh, I mean, I'm so ready to, to, you know, announce where it's going to be at and, and just get that ball rolling, uh, faster and faster. But, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the more, uh, exciting things that we do as a company and I'm just honored to be a part of it every year any little hints at all of where 2022 is going to be? Are you allowed to let anything um, out of the bag yet? I mean, I think everybody wants it to be in Miami again. And mm-hmm. I think we do too, but that's not a given. So uh, I, I honestly have no idea at this, at this stage when it's going to be, it's going to be Q1. Uh, so early in 2022, but I don't know when, and I have no idea where, uh, and those two things, um, <laughs> you know, obviously very much connected the when and the where. So, uh, soon, soon we will be able to, uh, to reveal some, some hints or, uh, or maybe even the, you know, the concrete details, but you can get your ticket for the cheap now, if you pay with Bitcoin. 
Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, uh, I, I've I've, uh, I, I've I've got it ready. Uh, uh, I, I don't know at the moment. I, I, I really want to go, but at the same time, there's that part inside of me just doesn't want to spend the Bitcoin. It's just this horrible kind of uh, 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 torment inside. So, oh well, you got to replace it right away. <laughs> I mean, think of it that way. Just you're not spending the Bitcoin. You're getting a discount in order to turn your fiat into Bitcoin before you give it to us. I like that. And then go ahead and yeah, buy that, buy that Bitcoin right back. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to have an infinitely expensive, uh, conference ticket right there. And it's not, you know, it's not selling Bitcoin if it's a peer to peer transaction, right? You're not selling it back. <laughs> I'm donating it to the community. So, uh, that's, that's ultimately what's happening. I completely agree. Exactly. That's really cool. Let's talk about about the Bitcoin conference in twenty twenty one. And and it, it, I know it was a team effort with uh, uh, Bitcoin Magazine and BTC Inc. Uh, but the parts that you were involved were in particular of getting a certain uh, Mr. Tony Hawk involved in the show. Uh, can you tell me how that collaboration came about? Uh, yeah. Well, so we had planned to have Tony come to Bitcoin twenty twenty. Uh, in Los Angeles. And well, actually, yeah, Bitcoin 2020 was going to be in San Francisco and Tony Hawk was going to be there with his massive, uh, massive vert ramp. And then it got moved to uh, LA and it was like even better because it was even closer to his, uh, his kind of headquarters there. Uh, and he's going to bring his massive vert ramp. And then when we moved to Miami, it was just uh, not as feasible to bring the massive vert ramp. So uh, we did kind of uh, downgraded to, to more of a half pipe. And I'm sure, uh, you know, it was still awesome. It was still an amazing experience to, to see him and, and some other pro skaters uh, skate that half pipe uh, Saturday morning. But it, yeah, definitely not the same as it would have been. And I, I hope that we, we make it kind of a recurring thing where we, uh, where we invite him back and just, you know, give him, give him more of a, a ramp that he can, he can work with next time. But yeah, that, that was a, a, a long time coming type operation. Uh, I definitely wasn't the only person involved. I really just kind of handled the, the design, you know, aesthetic part of it and, uh, and coordinating the, uh, you know, the skateboard stuff. I mean, the, the auctions and all that, uh, getting Tony Hawk to the conference and to speak on stage and, and all that, um, I really had nothing to do with that, uh, but it was really, uh, really awesome to meet him and, and watch him sign my skate decks. Like it was, it was surreal. Uh, and I hope we, I hope we do it again. Cause Tony, he's a Bitcoiner. There's no reason we can't have him come back as a speaker uh, every year if, if, if he wants to. Yeah. I, I, I gotta be honest. I didn't know Tony Hawk was a Bitcoiner up until the conference. That was my, uh, my ignorance there. Yeah, he's pretty, he's probably earlier, in the Bitcoin than I am, I, I believe that. Yeah, I think I think he is, and it sounds like a hard hardcore Bitcoiner. One of the quotes they had at the conference is, "If you're working in some sort of Bitcoin uh, facet or world, uh, and you're enjoying what you're doing, I think you should stick with it." So that's coming from the Birdman himself. So uh, oh yeah. So he's pretty. And I second that. Well, mate, you you are technically doing that. So, I know. so yeah. I'm sticking with it. Damn it! Live the dream, mate. Yeah, don't blame you. Yeah, please, can you get it back? Because I'd love to uh, love to uh, meet Mr. Hawk at uh, Bitcoin 2022. Oh, no doubt. I think 
think, I mean, the only, the only thing that we need to figure out is how to get the, uh, the massive bird ramp, uh, so that he can really, really do his thing. And, uh, yeah, if he wants to come back, I'm sure he's going to be invited back. And I mean, the one thing I can leak about 2022 is we're definitely looking to expand, uh, even more than we did in 2021. So we're looking for a venue that can accommodate, you know, our, our entire audience. So hopefully that means there'll be plenty of space to, to do all kinds of skate park stuff. Cause I think the the counterculture bridging, uh, bridging the gap between Bitcoin and really just any, everything. Right. Uh, but, uh, I think counterculture movements like skateboarding and, and uh, street art, like these things are, you know, almost low hanging fruit uh, to become tangential to, to Bitcoin. So it's, you know, we're seeing it play out in real time. I completely agree. I, I was talking to Crypto Graffiti and uh, he said artists, uh, Bitcoiners, they just don't know it yet. And it's that rebellious streak or that creative streak you have as a, as a, as a Bitcoiner or as an artist that, you know, you can really relate to the principles that are in Bitcoin. So I think what you're doing there by getting skate culture and obviously we're going to talk a bit, a bit about art later and any, any other kind of counterculture just makes pure sense just to further the Bitcoin message. I, I couldn't agree more. It's beautiful to see it happen. I think Wynwood was the perfect spot to do uh, the conference. And, and I mean, we, we definitely want to uh, remain in that community and, and, and keep, uh, keep it rolling, you know. Yeah. So let's uh, talk a little bit about the what was on offer, what's, what skateboards were on offer there. There was, uh, there was one of your designs was, was quite key in, in, the, in, in the, on the skate decks, as well as I believe 15 other one of one decks by some, some guests that have been on this pod before. So we've had, uh, we had Skrilla, who's, uh, who's, who's been on here before, um, Bitco as well, Marcus Connor. Um, your design there was uh, a, a skull. Um, uh, and that we'll, we'll obviously put the uh, images on the article for everyone to check out when this pod comes out. Uh, what was the inspiration there behind the, the images on the deck? Yeah, uh, so I, I was fortunate enough to design the... Um, the meet and greet deck that uh, was also available at the conference uh, as like a, you know, a separate ticket to, to meet Tony Hawk and get that deck signed. So that was an addition of 50. Um, and then for like the one of one uh, deck auction that uh, we uh, coordinated, I just, you know, immediately knew that what I wanted to do was take that design and make a variant and uh, have that be available as a, as a one of one. Uh, and the NFT part of it kind of came, came later and we're actually still, uh, still working out, you know, the minting of all these, all these NFTs, uh, we're like a third of the way done. Uh, but yeah, we weren't going to do them as NFTs because, you know, you don't need a skateboard to have an NFT, uh, and NFTs weren't really a Bitcoin thing, uh, other than counterparty. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on with RGB, but all of a sudden the liquid, uh, network popped up with uh, rare Toshi just at the right time. And, and we had been talking with them kind of behind the scenes to see, you know, was this going to be ready in time for the conference? And uh, it, it looked like it was. So we, uh, yeah, we decided to add, you know, liquid NFTs to the mix and also uh, infinite objects because those are 
just everybody's trade. I mean, why, why wouldn't you love an infinite object? Those things are awesome. Uh, so that's kind of the, the package that the one of one decks got, uh, the Marcus Connor deck, uh, let's see if I pull up the numbers here. The Marcus Connor deck went for the most, uh, and it, it's just a classic, uh, you know, Bitcoin roller coaster guy skateboarding went for, uh, just under half a Bitcoin, uh, 43 million sats. So it was, it was awesome to see the action on these decks that we really kept under wraps uh, until the, the conference. And, and even at the conference, people were like, how do I bid on this thing? I don't know how to bid on it. I, I was hoping it would, you know, create that FOMO. It, it, it did. Um, and I think we're, you know, we try to do something like that all over again, do it bigger next time. The end Fiat deck, uh, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's, it's almost cliche. Uh, you've got your uh, Eye of Providence uh, right there, the pyramid, just getting obliterated by the Grim Reaper, uh, death to fiat, end of fiat, and uh, Bitcoin uh, obviously enjoying the ride. Um, it's it's a simple a simple design, but uh, I think I think it, it it works, and it's something that I've been you know, imagining in my head for a long time. So I was glad I was able to kind of put it on a skateboard instead of just some random, you know, NFT or something doing it for the Tony Hawk, uh, board was special. Yeah. And it turned out fantastic. Mate. And it must've been, well, not, not only, uh, you know, get, get your deck side by Tony Hawk. That's pretty awesome. But, but then also to be, um, amongst so many of the talented artists in, in the Bitcoin community then, uh, of which many I'm, I'm sure you've curated, um, for that, for that event. Um, yeah, I actually want to give a shout out real quick because everybody that was involved in that, uh, <clears throat> that one of one deck auction, they basically turned those things around in like a week or less. Um, I, we, we reached out to them like super late in the game and we're like, Hey, here's what we want to do. Are you in? And the, the ones that you see are the ones that were in and they were able to turn them around quick. And like, that's not to say that, you know, they weren't, they weren't masterpieces. I think, uh, a lot of these artists kind of were, were sitting and uh, laying dormant, waiting to, to make a skate deck. Uh, and it, yeah, all those artists, uh, they they crushed it and uh, they did it they did it uh, fast so they deserve all the, all the credit. Yeah, it's a superb collection. Uh, I'm really jealous, and I, I I'm never going to be able to get my hands on them now. I don't think because they're just going to go up and up in value. Talking about those artists there as well, you created the art gallery at the conference as well, um, and that that was just an incredible collection again of all basically the who's who of Bitcoin art in one single place there. Um, can you, uh, can, do you have any favorite pieces from the Bitcoin conference from, or from the art gallery that really stood out to you on the day? Yeah. Um, well, you're right. It was the who's who, but there were definitely a, a lot uh, of artists missing from the gallery. Um, coin artist comes to mind as one um, and, and Josie couldn't make it. Uh, so it, it, it was, uh, there were some, uh, some artists, uh, presence missed and we're going to, we're going to do it even bigger next time for sure. There were over 40 artists in this art gallery and it was, it was definitely a lot to, 
lot to manage, uh, but I'm, I'm really excited uh, or, you know, pleased by the way it turned out. And as far as favorites go, I mean, obviously the fractal encrypt piece that brought, uh, brought in over 15 Bitcoin, I believe. Um, obviously I think we all knew that was going to be the kind of crown jewel of the gallery and, and the one that everyone was, was waiting to see, uh, what would happen. And, and it, it, it played out that way. Uh, it, you know, it was incredible. I think Marcus Connors, uh, sculpture also, uh, was just a incredible piece when you, when you think about just the journey of the, the Bitcoin roller coaster guy and, and, and then seeing this, this sculpture that it just almost feels like it's, you know, a long time coming. Uh, and then it goes for, I think three and a half Bitcoin, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we definitely had some, some, monumental pieces in the, in the gallery. I, I don't think I have a favorite. Uh, I think having Joe Looney's uh, rare Pepe collection, uh, just scrolling on a, on a massive screen uh, for people to come up and look at was, was awesome. Uh, having mirror one who uh, is just uh, an amazing uh, muralist who I think is fairly recent into the Bitcoin game, but like, you know, the, the freedom and, and all that is, is right up his alley. So to see him get into Bitcoin in a big way um, and to meet him and, and uh, you know, get to spend some time with him, get to know him. It, it was it was an incredible experience getting really getting to meet these artists that I haven't met before. See some see some that I had met before, but hadn't seen since maybe 2019. Um, and I'm just excited to do it all over again because really that's exactly what we're, what we're going to do. We're going to invite everyone else back, open up uh, submissions to, to the community uh, and, you know, make it, make it as open source as possible, make it, uh, you know, as Bitcoin as possible, but also try to get some of those key, uh, key artists that weren't there uh, to, to be there again in 2022. I did see a couple of those artists that had to literally post their submissions and, and couldn't, mainly European artists, I believe, uh, couldn't get over. Oh, over yeah, Pascal. Yeah. Pascal, uh, he, was, he was like, I think he was at the airport. Uh, and I want to say he, I mean, he was coming uh, originally to do a mural and, and it was going to be amazing. Uh, and then he had to dial that back and he was going to come and display some digital work and it was still going to be awesome. And I think he was also going to do a mural. Uh, but basically they just wouldn't let him travel, uh, last second. So he had to call the whole thing off. Um, similar situation happened, uh, you know, with some other artists and it it was definitely, uh, I mean, it it was an amazing experience and I don't think anyone, uh, you know, was wondering what was missing, but I think, uh, once we fill those, those gaps, uh, it's, it's going to be even better. Definitely. I mean, more power to you and the team as well for organising it under under difficult circumstances, and uh, and you put on a fantastic show. The, we mentioned briefly there in the in the previous section there about NFTs, and uh, I really want to get your opinion on NFTs. Um, are they the future of art? Is that, let's start with that. Um, the future of art. I think NFTs are just like as a concept, uh, tokenizing everything, um, is it the future? 
Yes, I think I think uh, the internet being basically recreated uh, on top of multiple multiple layers on top of Bitcoin is the inevitability, and you know everything will be tokenized. Uh, is is Ethereum? Is Tezos? Are these things just layer threes and fours of Bitcoin? They just don't know it yet. Probably, I think like as a concept nfts it's i mean the acronym we pit we chose right like we nfts uh you could you could make a new or l l nft is the is what liquid is is going for here so it's like as a concept are tokens here to stay yes of course if you look at nfts just like any other shit coin right it's just a one of one shit coin uh i mean that's essentially what it is. So you got to look at it, what it is. To me, its value has has to do with what it is, if it's you know art, but also its proximity to Bitcoin's blockchain. Because if it's an NFT, um, the security uh, of and, and just the your ability to not to trust its well, you don't even have to trust this record. You verify its record. But if it's not on Bitcoin or if it's not being settled to Bitcoin, ultimately, you're trusting what Ethereum or some other proof of stake uh, blockchain. And, you know, ultimately, is that the future? I don't I don't think so. So are we way far off uh, with NFTs right now? Uh, we're let's I'd say we're way early. Right. Like we've got a long way to go. But. The the desire the the demand is there. We can see that the use cases are are forming in front of our eyes, and everyone everyone sees them. Everyone gets them. So, are they here to stay? Yes. Do they need to have more to do with Bitcoin? In my opinion, yes. Okay, answer. That, that's a very uh, I have to say a very uh, complete answer there. Really, really like that. I've been talk, talking with you know, for instance, uh, again, crypto free Skrilla, who have. Uh, who have minted NFTs um, on the Ethereum blockchain? Can I be excellent right now? Yeah. If, if Cryptography didn't jump on on Liquid and say like, "Let's do this," I probably wouldn't have even known it was happening or or ready or or like a thing, especially in time for the conference. So I want to give all credit where credits due to Cryptography who. Uh, introduced me to to essentially Samson and, and and the the team over there what they were what they were working on. I think it's a step in the right direction, no doubt. Um, and, but it's still so early to to see it uh, happen over there on R- Rare Toshi. That uh, it's you know it's as early as it gets over there. So if you haven't checked it out yet, go check out Rare Toshi. There's been this solution or the debate, isn't it, in within the kind of Bitcoin art community? And there's there's obviously people like as you mentioned, the cryptography who has has uh, who's minted NFTs, who's who's um, always looking to progress. Um, and then there's there's other uh, other artists in the community who much prefer the physical uh, mm-hmm. aspect of of art. One. Um, one artist I, I interviewed was Madex, and he's he's come up with a. I don't know if you've seen some of his pieces. He's come up with an, uh, quite an interesting way of minting his pieces by um, using open dimes on the back of uh, of his pieces um, to mark them on the blockchain. So there's it's definitely it's 
basically all artists just want to get closer to the Bitcoin blockchain because, okay. as I think Skrilla said, he's, he's the who, who artist doesn't want their art to live forever. And if it's going to live forever, you're going to have to be on the most secure network and the most secure network, as we all know, um, is is Bitcoin. So when, when do you think uh, uh, Ethereum NFT is going to die anytime soon? Um. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it just kind of works better over there right now for what for what people are trying to do. Uh, I think uh, Bitcoin NFTs are, are really early because it's you know on, on like a wallet level, right? Like you really can't do it yet uh, unless you have some sort of layer two or side chain. Uh, you can't really do it with Lightning yet. Um, so I, I think. Just just like all things shitcoin, uh, they rely on Bitcoin uh, or Bitcoin's development to have value. And if, if they, I mean, it's one of those things. Like if Bitcoin starts doing what what Ethereum's doing, yes, Ethereum will will die. Uh, is that kind of what people are working on solving? I think so. Right. Like so, when when will that happen? I'm I'm not sure, but. Um, I think like it's it's going to be like moving to proof of stake on, on Ethereum. I don't know much about it, but I can't imagine it's going to be a good thing for the longevity of a decentralized network. Uh, so I don't know when it's I don't know when the gig is up, but I, I do think of it like this. It's kind of like the sandbox. It's kind of the testing ground. Like we're 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 looking at this and saying, look how much demand there is for this type of stuff. And now we're able to convince people in the Bitcoin space that this is something that we need to kind of look at uh, at at a level that you know interacts on chain uh, down the road. And it's not an easy conversation to have because like look how long Taproot. Mm. Uh, took like how are you gonna say like yo we gotta implement nifty gateway now <laughs> I like, guess it's just not gonna happen uh and, and big shout out Madex uh at, he he was a you know a, a shining star at the at the conference uh I, I don't know what what better way to put it he uh he got on stage and, and and gave his gave his thing and it was awesome and and he's definitely doing it in a, in a cool way that no one else is doing it he's doing his thing and it's it's really dope i think i think when you're talking physical art i think bitcoiners are purists and they they understand the value of physical art and the scarcity in in a physical piece um and he's he's doing it in a really cool way and it, i mean it could be, he could be like the uh, a litmus for you know are we are we getting close if if madex starts doing bitcoin nfts uh maybe it's the protocol is getting there yeah. we'll see I'm a massive fan of fan of his work as well. I've interviewed him a couple of blocks. I think that's a really cool way of putting it is when when you have the people that only want physical art, when they're looking at NFTs and on the Bitcoin blockchain, then I think that that's probably when we've reached the, the mainstream then, isn't it? But there's a protocol that they're okay with because a physical piece doesn't need, I mean, a physical piece like doesn't need a certificate of authenticity, but like most valuable pieces of art uh, probably do and, and provenance is uh, a big piece of all this so it's it's uh, it's you know, I mean that's where nfts come in, in, into play and that's kind of why I wanted to implement nfts in the skate deck auction in this way 
where it's like, you know, you're, you're buying the skateboard. You're not buying the NFT. The NFT just comes with it because that's what it is. It's just the certificate of authenticity that if you, you know, use it correctly uh, by, you know, transferring it from the correct owner to correct owner, we'll have a, a, a documentation or a ledger of, of transactions that, that shows where this, where the skateboard has been and, and hopefully how much it's, it's, uh, you know, traded for. And in order to have, you know, the, how much is traded for it needs, the, the NFT itself needs to be what, what is getting sold. Uh, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see how those work because, uh, you know, somebody can choose to sell the NFT and keep their skateboard. Uh, and then that, that kind of defeats that, but I think that's totally cool too. Um, but I mean, that's really what an NFT is when it comes to physical art. It's just the certificate of authenticity, uh, just a digital way to, to make one. I find it fascinating and uh, the future of art and how it's, um, how it's distributed. We could, we could talk about this all day, but I appreciate you're on a tight time scale. One thing I do really want to uh, talk to you about today is your art in particular. Um, and, you know, it, it, with with all your, your day job going on there, um, it, it might be easy to see Tommy as the uh, art director of Bitcoin Inc. rather than Tommy as the artist himself. Um, and and I I got to be honest, I you're again a bit of an enigma. I had to uh, I had to dig dig a bit deeper to look at some of your pieces and um, and there's there's so many styles. So there's you know there's for instance the graffiti style with the um the bitcoin block identifier I'll, I'll get the zero x i'll just do the first four letters zero x d9 uh, that throw up then you know there's other pieces that you've done like swell which has like kind of a, a japanese anime ink style and then you also have you know your kind of caricature styles how does that come about and, and what inspires you to create so many different art styles uh, well, I mean, I guess like as an artist or a designer, you're kind of always trying to figure out what your style is, I guess, or when you find it, you, you hone in on it. Uh, I don't know what my style is really other than to just, uh, do what it is I'm thinking of, uh, mo most of the time quickly, uh, and then just kind of see how it turns out and uh and try to polish it as much as i can if it needs polishing or leave it as fast as i can can do it if it's something like a little political cartoon that like i really shouldn't be spending any time doing because like fuck that but at the <laughs> same time it's like all right if i want to do it and i have this idea i might as well try to crank it out as fast as possible so i think like you know the style kind of comes from just whatever this situation is whatever, you know, whatever the day is and what I'm doing and what I have to do next and what, how much time I have and shit like that. Uh, obviously a lot of, you know, some projects I've just sat on and they're just sitting in my head or in my sketchbook because I need to be able to donate like weeks of time and focus to them. And I just can't yet. So I think as far as like style goes, I don't know like if you could really pinpoint a style yet for me, but I think that's kind of probably by design yet. I don't know if I want to, if I want to say that this is my style or that's my style. Um, but I think it will come out, uh, over the next couple of years, if I'm fortunate enough to be able to do some of this stuff that I want to do. Um, 
And it's been a, it's been a journey also like kind of just getting into the, the NFT thing, uh, you know, and making my own art, uh, instead of kind of the commercial work. And I don't really consider big, like working for Bitcoin magazine commercial work. Uh, but it is like work. It's not, it's not like art art. Um, but being able to experiment with NFTs and stuff has, has pushed me towards making my own artwork finally. And, uh, now I'm just trying to figure out <laughs> what the balance is and, and, and when I can, when I can execute some of these next projects that I have in mind. Um, but as far as the style goes, I think it's, it's yet to be, yet to be seen. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating going, look at looking through your webpage and, um, I personally, I'm a big fan of the kind of, uh, the swell style. So the, your piece called the swell, um, which, uh, in, which is owned by another, uh, another Josie Bellini. And uh, it's quite a cool, like, uh, Japanese anime style, like, um, very, very Akira, um, and ghost in the shell as well. So that, that's a really cool style. Um, and also you've got your, your caricature style then, which is, you know, you talk about, uh, it's very topical and it's, it's almost like a news piece in itself. So you've got Trump with your Trump piece, VA and King Jong and dead, which was, I thought was really cool. And then, and then your president as well. So then you had, uh, Mr. Biden talking about economic intercourse, which, uh, it's quite an interesting uh, <laughs> yeah. piece. Well, and those like if to, like the the political climate was just like how how can you not make political cartoons uh, in in like early to mid twenty twenty, and it was just basically where I told myself I'm like anytime any one of these you know big name politicians says anything just ridiculously stupid, I'm gonna make sure that it's documented. Uh, in an NFT and just, uh, you know, immortalize it. Uh, and, and it, I think the first one was a Trump, uh, eat bleach, uh, <laughs> yeah. and that kind of just, someone bought it up right away. So I was like, okay, I guess, I guess there's demand for this after all. And, uh, I do think the Biden, uh, do have economic intercourse is my, my favorite of the collection. Um, and you know, it's it's even better today uh, than it was then. <laughs> but um, I think I'm I think I'm done with those. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I ever want to make another one again, um, and I hope I don't have to. Yes, well, exactly. If uh, if the leaders of the world get their act together and stop saying stupid stuff like you're going to do not be able to do have economic intercourse around the world, then you wouldn't have to create these pieces. Um, but then it's, I guess it's also now for the collectors to go out there and, and buy those NFTs. You know, they are limited edition uh, Tommies that will never be produced again. So uh, get out there and 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 buy them right now. And and I, I must say, I think it is like a key use case for NFTs is to uh, immortalize a uh, a moment in time. And I think one of the main things that Bitcoin is good for is is timestamps and and uh, immortalizing moments in time and data. Uh, in you know, and and being able to reference time within data uh, and. And, and know that it's valid. So I think as far as political cartoons and just like kind of make, like making a, a message, uh, 
and then having it be be there forever, it's it's a great use case. It'll hold our leaders to account for years and years to come. And obviously, as it's immutable, no one can change it from the original source. So maybe the history book should be written on the Bitcoin blockchain. What do you think? Uh, it will eventually. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a shout out to Super Rare. I know, I know they're not a Bitcoin project at this at this stage in their in their journey, but uh, met some of the Super Rare guys at the conference, and they're they're great guys, and they definitely care about Bitcoin. And uh, I, I have a good feeling about their trajectory as well. Oh, good. That's interesting. That's that's cool to know. Um, one of the key themes that's reoccurring in your art is the Guy Fawkes mask. I've mentioned a piece earlier, the Swell piece. Uh, but also recently you sold a piece on scarcity uh, called Entitled Brackets for All. What, what does the Guy Fawkes mask mean to you? And why is it so important that you want to, uh, in, in a work where you're choosing or you're, you're, you're having different subject matters, you always return to it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's pretty it's pretty simple. It's just a symbol of uh, anonymity and uh, just the ability to retain privacy. It's become a symbol for Bitcoin. I think um, mainly, I mean, not not mainly from, but definitely a huge part of it is that first issue of Bitcoin Magazine. So I feel like. Uh, it, it, it almost, I mean, it's, it's the coolest mask there is like, there's no, there's no way around that. It's, you know, V for Vendetta. Everyone loves that movie. Uh, I, I don't, I kind of disconnect the two a little bit. Um, even though when you go back and watch V for Vendetta, it's totally a Bitcoin movie. It's, uh, it's, it's just incredible. I think just the symbol of the Guy Fox mask in Bitcoin, it's become such a, kind of ubiquitous thing as much as like the roller coaster guy. Um, and I don't know, I guess being at Bitcoin magazine, I feel like I have some, some creative licensing to, to use it, but really everyone does. Uh, it doesn't belong to anyone. It, it's, it's just one of those kind of, uh, symbols for Bitcoin that, that I think, um, I just I love I love going back to and and shout out to Solo Coin. He scooped up that piece. I didn't get a chance to meet him at the at the conference, which is like one of the one of the biggest tragedies there was. I basically hung that thing up in the corner of the conference and uh, like tried to tried to hover around it as much as I could to to meet him, but didn't happen. Uh, finally shipped that thing over to him though, so it's going to be hanging on the wall of the collector where it belongs. Um, and then maybe I'll make another one soon. I, I'm not sure. I think, um, I think I, I do want to make a lot more physical work than digital. Obviously a, a lot of times it starts as a digital sketch. That one just started as a blank canvas. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to do more just like that or not, but I'm, I'm happy with the way it came out. I'm happy that it's uh, finally going to its collector. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a fantastic piece. Um, it's got an interesting story behind it as well, um, because it took you over a year to make. So it was from the 21st of March, 2020 up until 16th of April, 2021. Um, it was originally called entitled, wasn't it? But the title changed there towards the end of the project, I believe. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a labor of love because uh, I started it kind of when, uh, you know, COVID locked us all down and I was just in my, my apartment uh, needing kind of an outlet and, uh, you know, stretched the canvas, put it on the wall and, and started going on it. And uh, I, it definitely didn't take a full year worth of time, but I put it down for a while uh, and, and came back to it. And eventually it made its way to the Bitcoin magazine uh, headquarters where I had it on the, on this, the wall actually right next to where I'm at right now. Um, and I would just kind of add paint to it as I, you know, felt like adding paint to it. Um, the, the name for all, uh, or the, you know, the sub sub name, whatever you want to call it came because I had a bunch of shredded fiat shredded dollars and uh, I didn't plan on really adding any anything to it. It does have bits of uh, of it's 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 mixed media because there's like ash and, and roaches, uh, not like uh, roach roaches, but roaches in it. And uh, I didn't plan on putting any fiat on it, but then I found that that one little piece that kind of just fell out and said for all, and uh, I just slapped it right on there, and it just all kind of made sense, you know. And that's kind of really what the Guy Fox mask. Uh, embodies to me it's like that kind of you know bitcoin is for everyone privacy is for everyone just liberty and freedom it's it's something that we all know is for everyone but not everyone can enjoy it today so i think um i think the guy fox mask is, is one of those symbols related to bitcoin that it, you know it's it's a fight fight for everyone's freedom uh type of image yeah, I, don't, I think it's very apt. And I think it was a really nice little touch to put that on. Where do you see Bitcoin art going next? What is the future of Bitcoin art in your eyes? We obviously talked about NFTs. Um, is that that's going to continue? But what, what else are we going to see in the Bitcoin art and culture space? Uh, well, I think NFTs, It's that's just, that's just a part of it. And like really... I mean, art can be an NFT, but just because something's an NFT doesn't make it art and, and all that. So the, the NFT side of things is like as exciting or should be as exciting to anyone as like just any any development in as far as, you know, side chains or protocols go. Like it's the art itself is, is completely separate in mind, in my mind. And uh I think we're just seeing the beginning of, of Bitcoin art. I think all these all these OGs that that you saw at the conference, they're they're all re rejuvenated and and just ready to make art. It seems, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of other artists are kind of getting orange pilled as well. Uh, and yeah, I mean, art is going nowhere. Everyone's going to make art. Well, not everyone, but people are going to make art forever. Uh, art about freedom is it's a common theme right so bitcoin art we're going to see more and more of it and the beauty of it is is everyone has their own rabbit hole everyone has their own journey so bitcoin art really is different to everyone and i think the the conference art gallery definitely displayed that you saw a lot of different different styles different things abstract uh you know it just it really is going to be where we're going to see what Bitcoin means to everyone or what, what Bitcoin is to, to various artists and, and 
and being able to see that translated visually or or as an experience or, or music or whatever like it's it's going to be it's going to be a renaissance i mean it, it, we're already seeing it happen i don't want to call it the new renaissance because i think the word new is baked into renaissance uh but it really is a renaissance yeah it's it's a really exciting time for i think for art and, and artists as well um, having so many different mediums and, and new ways of displaying their work and and, and cutting out the middlemen and and uh, it's it's going to be incredible. Um, I, I and that's why I feel I feel blessed to to be sat in the uh, the twenty oneism art block chair uh, month after month just to to just to witness this and then obviously talk to people like yourself about it. It's uh, it it does feel like uh, we we're, we're witnessing a new epoch in in terms of culture and art, definitely. But so where, where, you, where are you as an artist going next then? Where, where is Tommy going to next? What, what, what plans do you have for the future for your art? So um, that's a great question. I, I, I planned on keeping all this kind of close to chest, but I guess I'll leak some, some ideas to you. Um, basically what I did at the conference with making you know, doing the mural, um, and then, and minting it as an NFT. Like, I feel like that is, is one of my favorite kind of use cases here. Cause a mural, uh, obviously, uh, is a temporary thing and it's, it's made with the, uh, understanding that it's, you know, temporary and there's always going to be that, you know, potential that it gets covered up at any moment and being able to kind of immortalize it digitally is, is a really cool thing. So, I want to explore more of that. And, uh, if I, uh, if I had it my way, I would be traveling all around and just doing murals and, uh, and, and, you know, Bitcoin murals, obviously, and then immortalizing them on Bitcoin. Uh, and I want to, uh, I want to see if liquid is, is the way to do it, uh, these days. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the way to do it in the future. I don't, I don't know what that's going to look like, but I think that the journey itself and kind of, you know, the first one was on liquid. Maybe the second one is too. Maybe the first 10 are, and then something else arises uh, that, that beats, uh, beats it as far as a, a protocol for, for Bitcoin NFTs go. I guess time will tell and, and we'll be able to look back and, and check it out. So that's what I'm, what I'm hoping to do. Uh, if, if it doesn't manifest as murals, maybe they'll just be canvases. But uh, I do have a lot of a lot of ideas, um, and there's a lot of work to be done. So definitely keep keep watch. Oh, man, I, I'm excited for it. And uh, as as we kind of mentioned before the interview, um, you, uh, you you're not one of uh, you're not the person who shouts necessarily the loudest about their art. But um, now that I've actually found your artwork and I really enjoy it, um, I'm definitely going to keep the tabs on on your work in the future. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the interesting designs you've got, whatever style you may have um, in the future, and see how how all that plans out. So yeah, I'm excited for that, mate. Thanks, man. Um, lastly, then, where can people find your work? Where 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 would they go uh, to either purchase your pieces or just to get in touch with you? Yeah, so my website 
my home on the the internet is tommy.studio. Uh, so there are links from there, uh, and you'll always kind of be able to keep up with the uh, most important current project that I'm working on. I try to keep that website updated, not with like every little graphic that I do or every little piece uh, that comes out, but at least the important ones and the, the ones that I'm proud of. Uh, I'm not all that active on Instagram. Uh, I would like to be uh, just not on it at all. Uh, Twitter obviously is is the place to kind of see the latest uh, as soon as it comes out. So uh, you can follow me at Young Gucci T um, or just Tommy Studio or Tommy Dot Studio. Tommy, thank you very much for your time today. I thoroughly appreciate it. It's been um, a really interesting hour talking about uh, the whole Bitcoin culture uh, community, your time at the conference, um, and and your own personal art as well. So thank you very much for uh, for coming on 21 is a Mark Block this month. Yeah, thanks for having me. Make sure you get your ticket for Bitcoin 2022 early because the price is just going up. So uh, get that. And yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, man.